Hey, this is New The Mayor from Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, The Righteous Ratchet. And if you're like me, you're into content. And you got to have new content every day. That's why we do the podcast. We'll Flipboard curates the world stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started right now with Flipboard.com. F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D.com. I'm reaching out to, be, to uh, people to be to co-host with us this year. And uh, one of the people I reached out to, Don, um, was saying she could make it this week, but could probably make it next week. Right. I'm like, I right, bet, bet, bet. So uh, she hit me to, to let me know that the R. Kelly part three and four was coming on tonight. I'm supposed to be at JB House at seven. I'm on the sofa sleep. I'm on vacation, so I'm, you know, in my element, you know, and uh, fell asleep. And she hit me like, okay, I can't come today, but what about next week? Da, da, da. I'm like, ah, oh, that's bedtime time, is it? Shit! <laughs> I'm supposed to be at JB House. We're supposed to start like in five minutes. He, he called me like, JB, why didn't you text me? I was like, uh, my bad. I was setting up for the show, wondering where the fuck you was. But I was setting up for the show. Like, right, right. We had a discussion earlier that didn't include that nap. But, you know, that no happened. That, that happened. Yeah. It, it was probably a wonderful little cat nap, though, wasn't it? Oh, it's been a weekend enough. This, it's been a year. All of 2019. That's a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, we're gonna have some fun, but mm-hmm, we gotta mm-hmm. get into the ugly some topics. Serious shit, some serious so, shit. This but week. I want to tell y'all now, I'm not gonna be angry the whole show. I'm not gonna be mad and yelling, and I'm gonna express myself, and I'm gonna try to do it in a nice way. I'm gonna try to be still, maybe with a smile or something, because I don't want. I don't feel like being negative. I don't feel like being down. I don't feel like none of that shit. But we do have to talk about some serious shit, especially with this R. Kelly thing. Yes. And um, without further ado, let's, let me introduce the podcast and then mm-hmm. we can get right into it. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution will be, be televised. televised. I'm new the mayor of Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Sunday at 7 and even on special occasions. We right back at it. Shaolin, <laughs> fantastic. Oh, and Jay gave me a new moniker today, my barber, Jay Billions. He called me the Great Debater. Because I shut the barbershop down. Oh. oh! Well, y'all, I'm JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek representing NWA all day. <laughs> Nerves with attitude, y'all. Yeah, Happy. Friday, that's right, it's a Friday, we normally do this on Sunday, but with yeah. all the shit going on, we figured, I mean, you on vacation, and, and Happy it. New Year, yeah, oh, well, yes, Happy, Happy New, New Year, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it so, is 2019 now, let's wow. get into it, let's, let's get into it. it, let's do it, let's do it, so, uh, Kelly, yes, part one and two, yes, um, we all know the story, um, I think that's been shown so far, which goes into uh, his, his alleged marriage to Aaliyah that was annulled um, when she was 15. There's sexual history, people uh, making accounts of seeing them have sex on a tour bus. His alleged, uh, you know, driving up to high schools and picking up young girls. Um, one of the young ladies who was pregnant and was supposed to have an abortion. Um, says he wrote the song You Were Not Alone, which he gave to Michael Jackson about 
her and her abortion. Um, Sparkle and several others kind of say they saw what they was doing and saw Kelly actually have sex with Aaliyah on the tour bus. And um, a lot of women that were his ex-wife talked about her treatment. And people talked about her treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not necessarily from a predatory standpoint, but how she wasn't allowed to speak or enter rooms and all these things without his permission. And how he, he slapped a few women. Um, if he saw them talking to people, you know, other men, which I which I said initially, that's that's pimp shit. Don't eyes down, don't look at another man. Because if you look in the pimp world, if you look at another pimp in his eyes, that means you want him. That means he can um he can try to copy you. Which means he can try to you know you know you know the Snoop C D Mr. Pretty Tony, you know the rules of the game. Your bitch just chose me. Right. So if your girl so if I'm a pimp and JB a pimp and hit one of his girls look me in the eyes, I can be like, She just chose me, JB. Now what you wanna do? You know what I'm saying? So um, that all sounded like pimp shit. Um, unfortunately, even down to the pedophilia, I mean, that's all pimp shit. He is from Chicago. So, yeah. it, you know, that's what it sounded like yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was, what was interesting, and we'll get into this in a second, was the rebuttals on Facebook, the arguments on Facebook, the defense of R. Kelly and right. his actions on Facebook. Right. They kind of just blew me away. Uh, but before we get into that... Um, JB, uh, what's your understanding of, of, I guess, what's happened so far? And um, I guess that we can just kind of start yeah, that second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start there. Um, so where I'm at with it was I knew about the Aaliyah situation. I knew about the Sparkle situation before, you know, kind of being exposed to the to the, uh, to the, new, the, to the documentary. Um, the documentary has definitely provided me with more information. And we mm-hmm. talked about this off the air. Like, I was horrified to hear that this Bama was a pedophile. Because that's what it is. Like, with the Aaliyah shit and with the shit that I knew before this, he's a pedophile. You know? He's a pedophile who's acting like a pimp because that's what he grew up around. It is what it is. At the same time, as you said, like a lot of pimps are pedophiles. <laughs> like it's just that simple. Like it's all the way fucked up. Um, where I was at with it though was like his 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 art, his output is something that I have to respect and appreciate because of his creativity. So I can't say that he's not he's not one of the greatest R and B singers who have who has ever lived. Because of how fucked up he was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that was I my agree. that was my perspective. Now here, like knowing knowing that this nigga had a system of going to high schools and shit and learning this from watching this documentary, I'm like I'm like outraged all over again. I can't say I wasn't outraged before, and I'm I'm putting it a little better than I put it when we spoke off the air, new. Mm-hmm. But like, um. I can't say that I wasn't outraged before, but what I can say is I'm outraged again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know that it's more severe than it was before because you're right. All of this shit is bad. It's yeah. all pedophilia. You brought up an incident point, JB, because mm-hmm. I was speaking, we were speaking off air mm-hmm. and I was talking about people online were saying, like, I talked to a couple people online mm-hmm. who were saying like, well, damn, now I'm really mad. Now I won't play R. Kelly music. And just to give you an idea, um, I started listening to R. Kelly's music like 15, 16 years ago whenever the sex tape came out. I never watched the sex tape because it was child pornography. I'm not watching child pornography. But I knew it was him. I saw the steel shots. I watched the news. I knew it was him. 
And um, some people were saying, well, now I'm not fucking with R. Kelly. And I was like, what happened? You watched two hours of a documentary. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't alarm you when he was fucking little kids. It didn't alarm you when he was pissing on children. It didn't alarm you when he married Aaliyah. Like, none of that got to you. But something in this documentary magically did. And I thought that was just like, that just weird to me. It's like complete and total bullshit. Like, where you been? Um, I remember when um, I was, like, it was to the point people couldn't play R. Kelly around me. Like, I'm a big personality. So you put some R. Kelly around me, and I'm unhappy with it. I'm not going to be like, well, I'm going to go in the other room. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave now. My mom can be like, hey, could you maybe not play R. Kelly around me? I'm going to be like, you playing this motherfucking pedophile in front of a man? Like, like cut that shit off. I don't want to hear that shit. Fucking kill R. Kelly. Like, and that's my personality. That's how I responded. And a lot of people were like, whoa, buddy. You're doing a lot right now. You know, calm it down. And I'm like, nah, dog. This and I was one fucking of fucking children. And I was one of them, you like, know. And and my perspective, and yeah, and you know, I'm not. I'm cutting you off. I'm interjecting because what, what, what? yeah, um, because um, my perspective at that point was like I was in so many situations where I was around R. Kelly's music, like weddings, <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. It is like. <sighs> I mean, the man is rocking a party right now. Like, and I can't really, like, yes, the shit, he he is a fucked up motherfucker. Like, I hate this nigga. But this music is, it is what it is. And I'll and I tell you this, we had the whole Jack Queens King of R&B thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said the King of R&B is R. Kelly. Yeah. I don't listen to his music no more. Right. But I listen to R. Kelly. I, mm-hmm, R. Kelly mm-hmm. can't tell you something. I met R. Kelly in like 1992. Or some bullshit. Whenever she got that vibe came out. Mm-hmm. So I've been a fan since then up until I found out about the allegations. But I want to bring up something that Shannon said. Um, Shannon said, imagine how many of the greatest are effed up people. We hate, uh, some, we hate, I guess, some of their music. We hate their music if we knew about them all. Um, and I want to address that because a lot of people say that. Um, if you know that I killed five babies... Walked to him and shot them all. Um, you would feel a way about me. You're like, this nigga shot babies for no reason. Just because JB shot 10 and you don't know about it doesn't excuse me. Because you know about me. Now, I do believe that if we addressed every, went into every artist, writer, athlete's closet and got out all of their dirty laundry, we might get to a point where we can't watch shit, can't listen to shit, can't, you know, do anything with shit. Because we didn't found out everybody's darkest secret. That doesn't, we're not going to use that to excuse R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So we don't know what Jay-Z did. But we know what R. Kelly did. And that's the only thing we can be held accountable to. Is what Absolutely. We know. So, well, I, so, I, yeah. so I, re, I yeah. refute that argument. Mm-hmm. Because it makes no sense to me. Well, just to add to what you're saying, New, like, um, you know... If and when we do find out about the morally reprehensible shit, the same reaction needs to occur because you can only react to the information that you have. You can't presuppose your reaction based on what you don't know. 
You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. not reality. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And, we, and, we, we respond and react to what we hear about these artists when we hear it. Simply put. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Santa says she's not excusing him at all. Nothing excuses him. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But this is this, this is the interesting thing with me. Um, and, I, and I've been debating this online, Shannon. And I'm saying we're debating because I'm pretty sure you're on my side. Um, yeah. But this is interesting. When we go to condemn R. Kelly, people say, well, well what about the parents? What about the girls? They was grown. What if we did that to every artist ever? Like, it's, it's really... Even if you're not trying to defend R. Kelly, you're all lives mattering. Absolutely. Because if I tell you a white police officer said a black man, you go, well, black people kill each other in Baltimore every day. We ain't talking about that right now. We talking about what white cops did to that black man in the street. We're not talking about what happens in gangs in L.A. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about what R. Kelly did to those girls. We're not talking about what Wilson Pickett or Madonna did to somebody else. That, to me, that's all lives mattering. I would, I like, would like, completely agree. Black lives matter. You I know what I'm saying? We on, we on this right now. Yeah, just to Does add that make to sense that. make at all? Well, yeah, I mean. Well, I'm asking them. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. I was, I was just going to say, though, but you'll she's notice. She's spin on them when she have a song. Well, there you go. Yeah, there it is. I mean, <laughs> throughout this conversation, we have solely talked about R. Kelly and his bullshit. Nobody else. Because that's what we do. We are addressing R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Specifically, like you said, go back and look at the video. I know you will because you're going to check it out on YouTube and you going to check Spotify, out Spotify. And this on Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts, Podcast, there you Google go. Play. So you were here that when we brought up R. Kelly, we ain't talk about nobody else's other bullshit. Because that ain't what we're talking about right now. Yeah, and Tad said, uh, why did it take so long to put the documentary together? But Dream Hampton put the documentary together. She's a, a very well-known author for the Source Mag, a writer for the Source Magazine. Some of her biggest interviews were with Tupac. She did some of those early Tupac interviews when Tupac was first getting into all that trouble. She was right there with him. So she's a pretty accredited um, journalist, mm-hmm, I would say. Mm-hmm. And she put it together. I don't know what took so long. Um, I don't care what took so long. Because that's like people say, well, Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby, why they right, wait so long? Right, right. I think the amount of time that it took is almost irrelevant. It's you know, in one regard, it's scary if you do some fucked up shit in 1980 and 2020, it can come back to you. Mm-hmm. That's scary, but only if you did some fucked up shit in 1980. You know what I'm saying? And we're not just talking about like like a DUI. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like like yeah. like come on, y'all. Like we can, we can't equate like the little the little bullshit that. You know, we've all dealt with and maybe done in our lives to this type of fuck shit. Like this is this is like some next level shit. Like, yeah, I think JB speaking to you on Facebook when we was debating on Facebook with people, mm-hmm. and they were saying, "Well, everybody did something bad," and it was like, "Well, I don't know if everybody did something like this." You know? Yeah, yeah. Because like, I want to say it the way it is. He sexually assaulted children. Um, what he did with the adult women um, is reprehensible enough, and we'll get into that next show next week. Right now, we're talking about what he did with come. the children. Mm-hmm. So this is a grown man fucking children, and I want to break it down to you. I want to um, share a story, JB. Yeah, yeah, do it. I yeah. was twenty four, twenty five, living in Fort Washington, had a house with Ivan and Hooker, the pool in the backyard. It was playing Chuck the Messy year. It was a good time to be me. Let me just put it that way. So. I went to the grocery store to get some probably cinnamon toast crunch, because I love to eat dry. I bought out the box. Um, and I saw this bad joint. I mean, 
pretty thick. So I walk up to her, you know, introduce myself. I'm the righteous ratchet. No, I didn't say that. But um, I introduced myself. We exchanged numbers. We talked on the phone, I think, that night briefly. And then we talked again the next day. And she was, I think she was saying her birthday was coming up. I'm like, okay, cool. How old are you, know, you going to be? And she said, 16. Now, mind you, I'm 25. So I'm like, what the fuck? Six. One, she didn't look 16. So I'm like shocked by it. You were 16? What? I'm like, oh, well, um, I'm sorry, young lady. <laughs> we can't really, you know, do anything. She called me a bama. She called me lame. She called me corny because I didn't want to deal with her. Said she could fuck me better than women my age. I'm just too scared to find out. All of this shit. And I'm just like, okay. Nope. Well, um, it was nope. very lovely meeting you. I hope you graduate from high school and go on to be a productive citizen. And I told some dudes I knew. And they was like, what? Nigga, all the funny shit I heard, you a bama like shit, you scared of the... And I was like, I don't want to fuck a child. Like, I don't. So, I said all of that to say, some of these young women do look old. You know, especially if you're only in your 20s. They can look very similar to your age. Um, but once you find out how old they are, it, it's time to make a different decision. And I guess I'm saying that to say, um... Aaliyah was beautiful from the first time I saw her. I don't know how old she was when right, she came out. Right, right. Maybe 15, 16. But I always thought she was pretty. But my mind won't go there with someone that's young. But when she She's was a like, pretty little girl to me. She's right. A pretty little right. girl. Like, oh, my God. By the time she came out and rocked the boat, it was a little bit different. Because she, she was wrong. wrong. Yeah, it was wrong. Yeah. But I mean, so I can see how it won't ref to be fair, which I don't need to be with, but to be fair, the R. Kelly being attracted to Aaliyah. I don't understand how he acted on it or how he moved on it or how he did what he did. Um, having her uh, forge a signature and say she's 18. He legally married that girl. Mm -hmm. And that, that's sick. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine what the hell you talk to a 15-year-old about. Not much. And that's the point. Um, these aren't real relationships. That's the entire point. Um, it's all bad. Um, you know, one of the fun things about um, the the first R. Kelly episode that I thought was kind of funny was how his whole family was just clowning him during his childhood. It was like he was a Bama nerd, punk ass, bitch little nigga. <laughs> like we used to have to turn him around <laughs> to make him sing facing people. Um, you know. I say that to say, like, you know, it's, 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 it's okay to judge this nigga, you know, across the board, yeah. like, like. Yeah, I'm not a Christian, so I, I judge motherfuckers, you know, the Dow so now I judge all y'all, I judge, I judge some nah, of y'all watching, I nah, judge everybody, I'm nah, judging you. Christians judge more people than anybody else. Well, yeah, so. in real life, yeah, but you know the Dow so not judge. I'm mm. just saying, I don't even have that on my shoulder as a, as a deterrent. I'm judging whatever the fuck I see. I'm judging you on it. And um, it's just, well, I want to go ahead now. And I, I appreciate y'all comments. Yeah, he was timid. Um, yeah, Shannon, calm down. <laughs> she, she about to be on 10 and go looking for our camera. <laughs> down a little bit. Um, but I will say this. Um, on Facebook, which made me decide to uh, do this today, like because we're on winter break. Mm -hmm, it's not mm -hmm. supposed to be a show. Um, what, what made me want to do it is, the arguments I was having, um, I want to start, it's a couple different points I want to hit, but I want to start here. Um, with people saying, 
I don't give a fuck what he did. I'm gonna listen to his music. Now, there's two ways to look at that. I understand thinking I'm gonna listen to the music. I hate what he did, but I really like the music, so I'm gonna continue to listen. Um, I struggled with that with the rapper um, Fabulous. You know, this year he was accused of beating up his fiance, knocking one of her teeth out. He's one of my favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. One day he's going to put out an album. Right. Probably this year. And I'm going to have to make a decision. The NFL. Um, I boycotted the NFL the last two years. This right. season, I watched, I didn't watch every game, but I watched the NFL this year. Yeah. And some people looking at me like, you watched it this year? Like, yeah, I did. So I'm not here to judge you if you say you like R. Kelly's music and want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I think you can find a way to separate the man from the music. However, when you say, well, I'm going to listen to it, I don't give a fuck what happened. It's like, why don't you give a fuck what happened? Because those are two different things. Yes. You can listen to it and still very much care about what happens to mm-hmm. those little girls. Well, yeah, yeah. You can, you can judge the man and also judge the music. Because those are two different things, right? Mm-hmm. And what we're doing tonight is we're judging the man. What we've always done is judge the man, not the yeah. music. He's the king of R&B, whatever. Like, it is what it is. Same thing with Bill Cosby. I'm, right. I, I don't know what channel was on, but I would watch the Cosby show. Right. I would show it to my kids. It was a great right. fucking show with great right. lessons. This nigga. <laughs> we were sitting here doing the show, and during one of the breaks, that man would start, Barrel, 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 barrel. And my old ass was like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like, I knew that shit. That's Bill Cosby. That's Fat Albert, y'all. Like, come on, man. But. And that nigga deserved to be anally raped and murdered in prison in his old age for what he did. Like, he's just. He's, he's a horrible human being. We're not going to walk away from saying that out loud. Right. And no. I'm not going to uh, defend him <coughs> right. because of his contribution. Right. I'm not going to defend R. Kelly because he made 12 Play, which is one of the greatest R&B albums ever. I'm not going to defend him because he made Chocolate Factory because it's one of the greatest R&B albums ever. I'm not going to defend it. Like, um, So I don't understand the attitude of people who want to listen to R. Kelly. Like, don't be bad. Don't be bashing the Pied Piper. What? Fuck you mean don't bash him? I'm lost. Do you know what he did? You know, so I had one guy uh, who caught the blues on my page tell me that technically you can have sex with a woman that's, I think he said 12 and up. Um, so technically R. Kelly didn't commit a crime. Awful. And I was like, well, why was he on trial? That is wrong, And he was America. presenting Wikipedia facts. Which is not even, he was literally screenshotting Wikipedia. Gossip. Not a, a, a political, not a law site, Wikipedia, which can be updated. By users. Wikipedia is contributed by everybody who, like, I could, I could update whatever facts he found on, on Wikipedia yeah. today. And then he kept saying, I'm not defending R. Kelly. <laughs> and I was like... Well, why are you breaking up the fact that people can have sex with 12-year-olds if you're not defending R. Kelly? And he, then he brought up Jay-Z and Beyonce. And I was like, well, now you just throwing, like, Beyonce was, to my knowledge, was 19, 20 when she met Jay-Z. And they didn't date until she was about 22. But that's never really here nor there. I'm like, why are we even, one, why are you slandering Jay-Z? And two, why are you talking about anything other than R. Kelly? 
And he was like, I'm not defending R. Kelly. I was like, well, what the fuck are you doing then? What are yeah. you doing then? You yeah. told us it's okay to fuck 12-year-old girls. You then told us about all these other artists you think did these things. What are you doing if mm-hmm. you're not defending R. Kelly? And he kept saying, but I'm not defending them. And I was like, dog, we have 10 people on this post arguing with you. And you have yet, you have continued to fail to see the flaw in your logic or the flaw in your representation of your opinion. You think all of us are wrong? All of us jump to the wrong conclusion? All of us just confused? Well, and let's, let's just state some simple facts. That is absolutely one million percent false. If you have sex with any minor, and technically a minor is somebody who is under the age of 18, you are technically in America committing a crime. Statutory rape, at the like, very least. Like, now, now the way it works, specifically and physically, is that if you are above the legal adult age, which means that you are above the eighteen of the age of eighteen, and you have sex with anybody who is under the age of eighteen, technically, legally, that is statutory rape. Yep. They're like, let's keep like America. Let's not equivocate about these facts. Earth, the, Earth, 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 Facebook world. Nah, we want everything. Spotify Earth. is Earth, Earth, <laughs> um, the uh, uh, Earth, like you said. Yes, universe. We yeah, have universe. In. Yeah, yeah. We, they, they got the the, the 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 signals are going out there. The neutrinos are going out there to Mars. Anyway, so yeah. If you are over 18 and you have sex with someone under 18, you have committed statutory rape in the United States. There's no avoiding that. Boom. That is it. That is just it. But that is not what we are talking about with R. Kelly. We are not talking about like a closeness in age at all. We are talking about the extreme of statutory rape. Which was done regularly. Which is called pedophilia. Regularly, systematically, which is what makes it pedophilia. Like it is. Yeah. It Let me is. get to a couple of these comments, JB. Um, what's the lesson of the Pied Piper? The Pied Piper lured, lured children uh, to him by playing the, uh, what's this, the flute? Mm-hmm. Playing the flute. That's a pretty scary thing to, to call your thing yourself after. Um, the song, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bummer grind. Uh, um, Show me your ID. Whatever the fuck you said about that. Some about ID. Uh, oh, Aaliyah's album that he wrote for her. Age ain't nothing but a number. Throwing down ain't nothing but a thing. That song is all about a younger woman telling the older guy, like, we can fuck. And he wrote that for Aaliyah's, the name of Aaliyah's album. Um, he little kids with the music. He, you know, the people that's defending them probably pedophiles too. Uh, see, but this has been an issue in our community for a long time. I knew chicks in high school dating 24, 25-year-olds. At the time, they thought it was cool. That dude is a pedophile, period. I agree 100%. And same thing, I'm glad you said the same thing for the women. Because I don't want to go here yet, because we're dealing with R. Kelly. But, but the there's, a, there's a culture of older women who think they you know, got to come and break the young guys in and show them a thing or two. And... Um, like, I've dealt with some older women when I was very, 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 very young. Yeah. Most of that was my fault because I was lying about my age. Um, I had older cousins who were 18, 17, 18, and I was like 14 and 15. But, of course, I'm lying saying I'm 17 and 18 so I could hang with them and be with them. And if their girls were girls, they were girls that were 
you know, 17, 18, when I was 14, 15. Oh, um, nah, I had a couple of 20-year-olds come at me when I was 15. Like, yeah, it used to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they be a wild boy. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, we, um, so to get, not to go there, to get back on track, um, people were defending R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, I had people say, like, basically, if you've never done anything wrong, you can't talk about R. Kelly. Uh, yes, I can. Yeah. Because I didn't rape any children. There it is. So I can kind of talk about this. Um, and some people were saying they're trying to tear a black man down. Now, I'm pro-black black man to the 18th power. You know what I'm saying? I, I love our people. I ride with our people. Um, however, I don't think this is a, a, a instance of people trying to take the black man down. And I don't downplay that because I know every day is motherfuckers trying to take us down. But I don't think they're trying to take him down because he's black. Right. I think they're trying to take him down because he's, he's a pedophile. Horrible. He's horrible. Um, and uh, I, it, it just blew my mind how many people were defending him, men and women. I've had women defend him. I had a woman laugh at me, say, I, I get you mad. I catch you much. You know, and she gonna listen to R. Kelly no matter what I say. And I'm like, one, I'm not saying don't listen to R. Kelly. I'm saying let's have a dialogue about how fucked up this is and what can be done. Yes. You know, let, yes. Let, 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 even to protect yes. kids, yes. ladies, and the young ladies in the future. Yes. yes. Or to lock his ass up and get him off the street. Yes. What can be done. But people are like, fuck you, I'm gonna play the CD. I don't even wanna talk about it. I'm like, damn. You don't talk about it? Well, like, 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 eh. And JB, I had cut R. Kelly out of my life. Right. Cut him off. And you couldn't play him on the show, on the podcast, internet radio, whatever we were doing at the time. And um, mm. so he doesn't necessarily bother me because he's not in my life. But to have people be like, I don't give a fuck what he did. It's like, God damn. What, what the fuck are you, Hitler? Yeah. Um, let's, let's make a couple of things clear in there. First of all, I'm glad you mentioned that time because that is literally what happened. That is, we cussed each other out on, on I think, on a show mm-hmm. about R. Kelly mm-hmm. because we were talking about um, the selections for that year because we used to do the end of the year thing where we picked it was, the best um, I R&B think it songs. Was the, uh, I'll tell you what it was. We were doing the top five songs every week whatever category yeah, yeah. and the category was sex songs yes and it's like how you gonna have a play sex song for this with R. Kelly that's exactly what it was mm-hmm. anyway so that happened but also you know to be clear and I'm gonna state this as explicitly as I possibly can um, the key here is that people produce products that is where all of the shit that we get comes from and music and art are the same things. People produce those things. You don't have to always tie your moral opinion about the person to their product because that's not what we're talking about right now. We are judging the person. You know, if R. Kelly goes to jail, if Donald Trump goes to jail, if Bill Gates goes to jail, and these are all people who actually do truly deserve to go to jail. Like, no equivocation. Trump Tower will still be there, new. You know, Microsoft Windows 10 will still be there. 
and 12 play will still be there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You see you see what I'm yeah. saying? And that is what we're saying tonight about this whole thing. Don't don't tie the product to the person because when you do that you you will almost always get in trouble. And that is not what we are doing right now. We are judging the person. And that's yeah. what we are talking about. And um we have a comment here. Um when she was in high school, she dated a guy who was out of high school, thought it was fine. Um, her uncle used to call the guy a pedophile, and she never thought it was anything wrong with dating him. But now that she looks back on it, she's like, he should have never even been attracted to her mm-hmm. because she was a child. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what R. Kelly gets, that's where the onus has to be thrown on him. That's where the judgment is. Yeah, because he was going to high schools picking yes. up girls. Yes, there was a, like, he had he was, a system. Uh, yeah, he, exactly. He had, he had a system. Young aspiring artists that want to get record deals, he's helping them under the guise of, or, or, or fucking them under the guise of. Yeah, I'm not help. really doing shit for him, basically. Just fucking them. Using them. Fucking yeah. them. One, one young girl said that she looked at another guy and he smacked her. Like I said, it goes back to that Chicago pimp shit. But, um, you know, and, and the, the lewdness of the acts, I mean, to be honest, don't really shock me. It's that he did anything sexually with the exactly. kids. Exactly. It's not like, oh my God, he pissed on her. It's like, oh my God, he fucked her. That's my thing. But now how you fuck her <laughs> is irrelevant. You shouldn't have been fucking her. So if he right. only did missionary or if he pissed and took a shit on her is irrelevant to me. You shouldn't have been in a sexual situation with young there you children. Go. There you go. Regardless. There you go. There you go. And it's, and it's, it, it, it's a legacy now. He's been doing this. Um, we'll we'll get into what he's doing now next next week mm-hmm. on our official return. This is just mm-hmm. a mini episode, mm-hmm. but it was too much going on Facebook. We had to address some. Yeah, of this stuff. absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's <laughs> let's get off our Kelly. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're, 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 we're going to have some ladies come in next week and kind of rap rap to us and kind of give us their take. Well, situation. there'll be other episodes that will have yeah, happened too. Yeah, yeah, coming on tonight. Yeah, three uh, and four are coming yeah. on tonight, right? So, so I'm sure you guys yeah. are going to watch it. We're going to yeah. watch it ourselves. Exactly. Um, let's shift gears a little bit to something a little more, a little less stressful. Or maybe as stressful, I don't know. Uh, Netflix, uh, the Bird Box movie, <laughs> and the goddamn uh, <laughs> Black Mirrors movie. Um, first thing, please don't kill yourselves doing a Bird Box challenge. Blindfolding yourselves and walking around like an idiot. Uh, please don't. Um, I had no idea that Bird Box was going to become a phenomenon. I just happened to watch it the day it came out because it was the first thing that popped up on my Netflix. Yeah, give them and, your perspective. Yeah, and I'll so I'm, I'm watching it. I'm yeah. like, oh, you know, this is interesting. I'm like, that was a pretty decent movie. And I went on about my day, my Friday night, went on about my Saturday, logged on to Facebook and realized it was a thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did we all, everybody's talking about this movie? But I say all that to say, I watched it, I liked it, I didn't make not one post. It didn't grab me enough to make me make a post about it. Mm -hmm. But once I saw all the posts, I did go back and watch it again. And I mean, I liked the movie. That's it. I enjoyed it. Um, I'll give my take on what I think happened later, but what was your initial introduction to the movie? (laughs) So... It's funny because you talk about how it blew up, and that's how I caught on to it because mm. I walked into the office and everybody was like, Oh my God, young bird box. Like, we got to chopping it up about what we were watching on Netflix. Hey, you got some ladies in here? What kind of what the ladies look like in your office? 
Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Just, it just dawned on me. I had to ask that question. <laughs> 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 a couple of us. We'll talk about that. Sprinkles. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, <clears throat> we were chopping it up, and they were like, oh my God, Bird Box, you have to watch this shit. So I watched it, but I, they had hyped it for me. So I was like, I'm about to watch some amazing shit tonight. So I watched that jump. And I like to I like to tune up for thrillers, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. turn all the lights out in the house and you know, put the surround sound on and all of that shit. So I'm I'm in there like, wow, like these motherfuckers are walking around blind, young. Like, what the f-? <laughs> Um, but it was one of those movies where I had to put keep pushing the suspension of disbelief button because you ain't about to get in a car and drive to the grocery store blind young like just like, navigation <laughs> like like come on young like like get on my I saw that and I was like all right young I'm right, done right, I'm done right. I'm good <laughs> so to me there was a you know it was I guess what do you think it was that was attacking them was it a spirit was it aliens what was it Specifically, what was it? Um, oh, before you answer that, um, for everybody watching, when they were in the car leaving from the grocery store, I think something flew over them, like it was a big ass dinosaur or something, and they never showed what it was. But that made me think. So what the fuck was it? I go ahead to you. It was a spirit. Good movie. I bust Sandra ass up. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. Yeah, you know. Not bad. She, yeah, she. As she, long as she's of age, she's like maybe three, four years older than we are. Older than you. I'm only twenty five. Uh, You're fifty one. So she's in my range. Is what yeah, she's saying. in your range for sure. Okay then, this congeniality. Anyway, um, so yeah, personally, what I thought was, I thought that somehow this alien race was able to use all of the radio technology that we have to manipulate our minds. I thought I thought it has something to do with um, cell phone technology and radio technology because those are the digital signals that are prevalent in our air everywhere around us. It, we have just as much digital shit going on in this room right now as we do. But they weren't affected natural. inside. <coughs> they were only affected outside. If they looked outside into That's the air. That's an interesting point. Well, that controverts that opinion. So never well, mind. One point for new. <laughs> never mind. It could. It could. Well, and that always bot that. Uh, talk, again, talking about suspension of disbelief. That bothered me too because whatever it was, literally whatever it was, like how the fuck do you, you know, like if you open the doors or open the windows and like, see it. Like how? Do let you, me believe it was. What do you call it when it when it moves through air? What's that term? There's a term for that. Anybody know that term? Like like flu viruses stuff that travels through air. There's a, a word for that. Well, I mean, there. It depends on what it is, but I mean, if we're talking about, um, I mean, it would be like a. I, no, I can't. Well, just so you know, Sandra Bullock is from Fairfax. That's what Chad just says. If you want to go grab shoes, her, I knew your shoes. Oh, from the oh okay, okay, all right. I'm, I'm a saying, fan. I'm just saying. I just, I just use letting you know. Um, 
whatever it is, when, when things travel through the air, I believe it was that. Um, because if you got in the house, well, of course, you had to close the blinds. But if you looked outside, you would see it. Even the guy that was sitting, he, who strapped himself down and was watching it through the uh, TV monitors, when he saw well, it outside, but that's why I thought it was digital. But that's why I thought it was digital because. But yeah, but it was because he was watching outside. If they cut on the TV show, they wouldn't see it. But he wasn't watching TV. He was watching his porch. Well, again, he was, he was watching his porch, but he was. But what he was saying was that it was a digital signal, so it's being processed through this digital filter. But, but you can see it without anything digital. You can just look. Like I can look out that window and see it and, and go crazy. Mm -hmm. So it didn't need to be anything digital. Isn't it? Well, I mean that's that's digital, and you can see that. Can but see they wouldn't go crazy if they saw that they're watching TV. If they put something on here that magically made you crazy, then it would make you crazy. But well, that's not what the movie... Don't go making your own shit up, Jay. I'm not making my you own shit up. You're going what the movie was. They could watch TV. They couldn't watch the camera that showed outside the security footage. Well, because it wasn't something that they... Okay, I, I get what you're saying. And, and, and we're talking about how it was transmitted. And I'm saying that... But it, I don't believe it was transmitted. Because they stayed on the walkie-talkies the whole time trying to get to the, the blind people retreat at the end. So it wasn't digitally transmitted. Like, like it just wasn't. Mm. Um, that's my point. Well, walkie-talkies aren't digital, though. They're analog. Anyway, never mind. That, I, I see. I, well, so break down what you think it was, then. I think it was... Like <laughs> I said, so whatever that word is, when shit traveled through air, I think it was like that because... Um, if you're in the house chilling, it can't bother you. If you look out the window, you fucked up. If you go outside, with your eyes so open, you thought it you was like up. this aerosol spray that somebody was putting out, or yeah, well, yeah, but I don't know that it, that somebody did it. I think that it could have been like uh, I always said it's, a, it's an arrogant thing to, to think the aliens only exist in our dimension, like in, in first, second, third dimension, like. Um, I think they could exist beyond person, person, thing. A lot of times people look at aliens and traveling to other dimensions as mental as opposed to a physical thing. So I believe they could have, the aliens or whatever could have come here um, through the ether. And, you know, and when you open your eyes, you see them or you see what they want you to see. But I do think it's something that's transmitted through air, like um, chemical warfare. But I don't think it was like Russia did it to us. Uh, I think that it was... Possibly, it, it would be cooler if it was aliens. So I want to say aliens because that'd be cool. Well, if it was chemical warfare, though, chemicals have to exist within the context of chemicals. So a chemical, if it was something chemical, then it would be, well, it would have to be a gas if it was something that was that happened to you when you were outside. What I struggle with that, though, is that if it was something that was like chemical warfare, then it wouldn't affect you if you were looking at it on screen, because then it can't be chemical. And that's my mm. point. And that was that guy's point in the movie, because everybody was thinking that. Well, it was he, didn't think, he didn't think that. That's why he watched it, because he was he was trying to, you know, he, I saw he didn't try to kill himself. Well, no, I'm saying he didn't. He he thought that watching it on screen wasn't going to hurt him because he, Everybody thought that it was chemical. They thought that it was something that dealt with something you were exposed to when you were outside, whether it was visually or something that you inhaled or whatever. And he was saying, I'm not getting anything from outside. I'm getting something from my computer. I'm getting something digital. And that's why I'm saying... Well, it's something you see. It's not something you smell. It's not something digital. It's something you see. 
But because you still you think it your, might be like a chemical that you could see? I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's a chemical. Um, okay. Um, but uh, Ron said it was a spirit. Interesting. And well, you can capture spirits digitally on film. People have done that. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've, I've captured me taking a woman's soul on camera. It's in my iCloud. I sold to you. That's a That's a race poem. But I'm just saying. Um, so, uh, before we get up out of here, really quickly, um, uh, the Black Mirror movie. Mm-hmm. Now, Black Mirror has a TV series. Also on Netflix, and a movie. by the way. Also, yeah, also on, on Netflix. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a choose your own adventure type movie. So you cut it on. They may ask you what you want for breakfast. You choose eggs or you choose cereal. Then they may ask you, do you want to go to work today or stay it's home? Literally what and happens. then you choose uh, whatever the option is. Mm-hmm. And they guide you down a different path. Um, I got frustrated. JB got frustrated. Ron got frustrated. Because we kept getting sent to jail or down or some shit. So I don't think I've seen the whole movie yet. But um, I kept getting caught up on certain parts, right? And having to go back and relive certain parts, right? To get back to the point where I can make kept a different running decision back over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So you you can go down a rabbit hole and you can spend a whole day. Matter of fact, I might spend a portion of my Saturday uh, watching that. Had me had me a Netflix and chill. <laughs> I'm gonna try and, and get to the finish. I'm gonna try and get to the finish as yeah. quickly as possible. But you're right. Like an hour and a half in, I was looking like. And, you know, I, I, I get slick with Netflix. So I'm like, okay, how long is this shit? You know, so I go and check and see how much time is left in the actual movie. And I done gone through the same shit about three, four times. And I'm like, half of the way through the movie, I'm like, all right, young, come on, man. Like, all right, it, this is like a video game. Like, I'm, you know, they, there are only certain decisions that I will allow you to proceed. Um, but I don't know that that's a fact. Maybe I was just fucking up. Um, one of the fun ones was when they was like, when they was like, do you want to get violent? And like, I was yes like, yes or fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one did you say? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. But, but I got sent back there. And, and the yes. Yes. And then I picked yeah. pick regular yeah. yeah. And so the same thing happened each time yeah. on that particular scene. So I've gone through it a couple times. I haven't made it to the end. But like Ron said, uh, watch the actual series, not just the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I watched the series, but my dumb ass started with season four thinking I started with season one. But the series, each episode is different. They're not interdependent. Or they are, what is it, JB? They are interdependent. They're not interdependent. They're not interdependent. They're not, yeah. So each episode is, is a different storyline, not connected at all. So you can watch Black Mirror out of order. So I watched season four. The series, I watched season four, and I would go back and watch one, two, and three. Now, the Black Mirror movie, which is different than a TV show. Because I got into this trying to explain it to somebody, and it was it just got ugly. And I was like, young, there's a Black Mirror movie and a Black Mirror TV show. Yeah. I'm talking about the movie now. So, uh, just so you guys know, there's a movie and a TV show. Um, I say watch both. We will be back with our first show of the new year, first official show. Yeah, it's just a mini show. Yep. Um, yep. On January fourteenth, I believe, um, next Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be available on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Spotify Google, Podcasts, yes. yes, everything. We'll, Christian Mingle, we'll everything else on that Facebook Monday. on there too. Yeah, right? yeah. And of course, we always let y'all watch the viewing live on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, Ron says season four does need to be watched in order. I did watch season four of Black Mirror in order. Just FYI. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for your feedback. Thank you for contributing. 
Thank you for making us the number one interactive podcast. We like the Black Mirror movie. Yeah. Because that movie's interactive. We're like the only podcast that's that is interactive. interactive. Yes, yes, yes. And if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, Apple, whatever, you can always watch the live taping on Facebook at our Facebook page at Kickback TV Show. Mm-hmm. At Kickback TV mm-hmm. Show. And you can comment live. Um, even if you're on YouTube, you can go back to Facebook every Sunday at 7. We do the live taping, and then we upload it to you guys on Monday morning. It's Friday, random night, but I had to get out here and talk to y'all. Uh, I think the R. Kelly uh, part three and four comes on in nine minutes. Yep. Go take a piss in the shit, cut it on. Let's talk about it. Refill your cup. Kickback yeah. TV live from Atlanta. Where y'all chill? God bless and good night. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good mini show, JB. It was a great show. All right, I'm going to stop this jump. All right, we getting up out of here. As you see, we